0: Hey, this is Melinda and this is a show from our See Here Love archives from almost 2 years ago. It's one of my favorites and it's never been on podcast or radio and I know you're going to love it. That's coming up on See Here Love. Well, welcome back to See, Here Love on this Motivational Monday. I'm your host, Melinda, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Cheryl, and Joanna. Hi, ladies. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Any you song? You fab. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Any song That's today? Right. I uh, say what you want to say. Oh, uh, say. Do you know this Let one? The words uh, fall. Yeah, out. sure. What you
1: wanna we just say. like doing that.
0: And and our special guest, Sue Wigston, is going, yes. What have I signed myself up <laughs> no, for? Just, We're just talking about we brave women,
1: so I want to <laughs> see you be brave.
0: I know. <laughs> I'll choose other methods. Yeah. <laughs> Sue is the COO at Eagles Flight, where for over 20 years she has successfully led culture transformation in Fortune 500 companies all around the world right. and has established mm-hmm. herself as an authority on training and development. Wow. Wowza, we are going to learn a lot from you, Sue. Welcome to the show. Thank yes. you. I think we're ready, like we're already like, okay, Leader, leadership, let's culture let's transformation, swim let's, swim in. In. Let's, just, let's just get in right let's now. Yes. All right, well we can't wait to talk about leadership, as all three of us. So you are in leadership positions, mm-hmm. in, in our work, and in ministry. So I think there's a lot that you can share uh, yeah. with us. But how did you get, let's just start off the top. So we want to know yep. backstory okay. and then kind of get into the nitty-gritty. But yeah. how did you get to the position of COO mm. of, a, of an organization that, that does this with, you know, Fortune 500 companies? That's a big deal. It,
2: well, <laughs> it's, it's an incredible privilege. And yeah. it's I call myself the girl with no career aspirations who kept getting promoted. To be
3: completely <laughs>
2: My husband got hired by Eagles Flight 23 years ago, and we had a brand new baby, and I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, and. Mm -hmm. I had uh, just a little tiny bit in the back story, I had wanted to be a teacher and I'd actually quit university because I had a paralyzing fear of public speaking and I decided to become Mm -hmm. an accountant and wanted to be behind the scenes and he got hired at Eagle's Flight and I went and I watched one of their, or I experienced one Mm -hmm. of their programs called Gold of the Desert Kings. And I was blown away by the principles. I was just completely obsessed with the principles and what it taught and immediately started applying it to my life and asking questions. And my desire was to be a stay-at-home mom, but I very quickly realized Mm. that if I was going to be a really great mom, I had to find something to challenge myself. Mm. Ah. And so, yeah, so I started, uh, I had the opportunity after asking millions and millions of questions, they were finally like, enough, why don't you just (laughs) try this? And I, I actually went and facilitated a program and uh, was sick twice the morning of. and uh, Like sick I, because sick, you were just physically, physically, physically sick. I was so, so nervous. So anxious. Mm. Uh, but the adrenaline on the other side and the feeling of accomplishment, I was just hooked. Mm. Yeah. And so while I, I have three kids now, mm. and uh, they're 23, 21, and almost 18. And oh, while they Christ. were growing up, I had this desire to... Build my career because I'm driven by challenge, but do it in a way that my kids didn't really know I worked full time.
0: Oh, so my well, journey um, uh-huh. my like journey mm. has
2: been you know I, I was I was a facilitator for a number of years, and then they asked if I would manage the facilitators and then they asked if I would be the director of North American facilitations, and then can you take on development? <laughs> wow. now can you start and and every time it was a it was a conscious decision of what is the impact on my family? Do mm-hmm. I feel like I can find balance? Wow. and if so, and if when, I will do it, and wow. so sort of on my own terms, I've been able to mm-hmm. build Excellent. an incredible career. Um, where now I'm, you know, I, I'm the chief operating officer, and I get to work in all of these companies with executives and leaders, wow. and just help Crazy. grow leadership.
3: Wow. And I love that you're saying it's on your own terms. On my mm-hmm. own terms, yeah. uh, because yeah. balance is going to look different for different people. It is, yeah. and yes. capacities are mm-hmm. different. And yes. so you know, this judginess that lots of people want to do about mm-hmm. how someone is able to do these things and someone else isn't. Yeah. yeah everybody's yeah. story yeah, everyone's
2: is. story is so different yeah, yeah. and everyone's family and everyone's context and everyone yeah. everything is so mm-hmm. different our
1: history is I, I love I, you have, i have three kids as well are mm. uh, three girls two, two boys. boys and then a girl we, mm. me it's too the is the girl in the middle
2: she's the youngest oh, okay <laughs> yeah close <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah but i love how you've raised three three kids and there was a line you said that just oh you said that i wanted to work in a way that it felt like i wasn't working full-time can yeah. you just dig mm, into that yeah,
2: yeah. um My CEO came to me one day and he said, Sue, how much money do you want to make? And I said, (laughs) I'm not driven by money. And he said, no, but how much money do you want to make? Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and he chose a number. And what he said to me is, if you want to grow in your career, what you need to do is figure out how to do your job between the hours of 10 and 3. Oh, because wow. when you can do mm-hmm. your job between the hours of 10 and 3, you free up time to take on more responsibility for which we will pay oh, you wow. and you will grow in your career. Huh.
3: Wow. And about That's two really weeks amazing. later,
2: I came yeah. back and handed him a plan of how I wanted to work 10 to 3. I don't want any more money. Thank you very much this is how I'm gonna get my balance. And it force it's always huh. forced me mm. to figure out how to do what I wanna do in less time, more Tension efficiently, free. more effectively. You heard so it then I can folks. choose the, I can choose what to do that's with awesome. the rest of those hours. Yeah, that's and awesome. so while my kids were all in school, it was coaching their teams, it was going on field trips, it was doing all of those things. Wow, and they certainly knew that I, that I worked mm-hmm. and there were seasons where, and, and I call them seasons, where as a family it was like, okay guys, for the next four months, it's gonna be really busy or I'm gonna have to travel or I'm gonna have to do these things, Mm -hmm. but it was for a season. It was never the
0: new normal. I always wanted it to be a season. I love that. Do you think that most people can work within 10 to three and be that efficient in their day? Because I say this because so many people are like, I've gotta work 13 hour days. I just did a 16 hour day millennium. Now Mm -hmm. I understand seasons, but when you see that long term and you're seeing people, that is their life, that is work. Yes. Is it time management? What what are your thoughts about that? To an extent, it is
2: a choice. So it depends on what your accountabilities are. So there are definitely Mm. times where I can't do my job 10 to 3, but that's what I call a season, Mm. that it depends what you commit to do. But I do always believe that if you are intentional, and it's a choice, you can find out how to do things better, stronger, faster. So better,
0: stronger, faster. You, yeah. said, the mm-hmm. go- you said
1: the golden word there, choice, because I have a, a question for you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, what I'm hearing come through is working smarter, not harder. Yes. It's a lot of that coming yes. through. Mm-hmm. But how do you how do you make that choice? How do you switch? How do you go from working harder yes. to working smarter? Like What do you do?
2: Uh, So first of all, I think it's it's asking what drives you. What is the what is the reason why you've got? Mm. There's got to
1: be a really good reason
2: why I want to do it because that sort of the outcome that I want will drive my behavior. Finding the why. But I, I actually I try to spend a lot of time when I'm not being efficient or if I'm I, there's days that I just know you have absolutely no discipline at all today. You are choosing to do everything <laughs> yes. but your job and, and YouTube, you, yeah. you, Facebook, exactly, Netflix. Exactly. So why what is it that you are putting off? Because the consequence is it's going to eat into family time or it's going to cr- create more stress. Uh, so a lot of it is just I've been tr- I try to learn how to be disciplined and I do that by finding people who are disciplined and trying to learn from them. Mm. And I think the other oh. question that always comes up, which as a, as a leader is so important, is to ask the question, and where am I holding on to power? Where am I holding on to power that I could give that power to someone else? Because someone else can do that job. I don't have to do it all. And We're all that
0: like, is, uh, Exactly. But, uh.
2: if you, when you, <laughs> you do don't it, me. it's like, I don't <laughs> woo! I don't,
0: someone else can do that. I don't have to do that. But you have to trust them that you're giving it to them and they could mess it up, Sue. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. (laughs) But that's what empowerment is. It's not just giving it to them, it's giving it to them and saying, and what support do you need so that you can be successful? And that's a very big difference between you take this and go and I hope you're okay. And you take this and go and let's talk about the ways that I can support you to guarantee that you feel set up for success. They own it, they're doing it, but I'm there to support, which yeah. means I ultimately, you know, I still own the accountability. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, if anyone's getting called into the CEO's office, it's, it's me. You. Mm-hmm. So I still have to be involved, but I don't have to do the work. Right. And that's, that's what empowerment's all about.
0: Yeah, <sighs> right. it's good.
3: Now, what happens <laughs> when they don't do the work? What happens? Because, because particularly <laughs> as women, mm-hmm. I think the there's not for all but for a lot of women you want to be liked you want harmony you want you you carry Mm -hmm. maybe more than your share of weight for Mm -hmm. the sake of others i'm making stereotypes Mm. based on a lot of women's tendencies Mm. um so so when someone is underperforming yep who works for you yes Mm -hmm.
2: so i think there's two things i think that's been one of my greatest challenges in my leadership journey is yeah. my default and my desire to nurture and be nice you just take it on i mm. just take yeah. it on and i do it in a way that sometimes it's not even because i don't think they can do it i just don't want to burden them with more mm. and you already look busy so i don't want to put this on you uh, or you know you're, you don't have confidence mm-hmm. but that's not helpful for me or for them and so i think there are times when you decide what you're going to give up you have to understand what the cost of failure is and decide what, how much risk you're willing to take. Mm. So if ah. it is something that is one of our top priorities in the business and it has to be perfect, then I'm gonna stay very, very involved to yeah. guarantee mm-hmm. the outcome. But yeah. if the cost of failure is, is less, then it's the perfect opportunity to let people fail go ahead and
1: fail. I struggle and, with that though.
2: With, with giving up. With letting, the, people, with letting fail. Fail. people fail. And, mm. and it's
1: caused so much burnout in my life because I assign something to someone with a deadline quick, yes. come back, do the check-in, not done, not started, or not done well. Yeah. I do what you do. I thank you, take it back. Yeah. And now I've got everything back and I'm a one-woman show. Yeah. And I, I have to learn to be okay that it's going to be done at a lower standard of what i'm used to because that's going to preserve me or it's right? more work up front or it's because more work you up front. when
2: you hand something off you have a probably have a very clear picture in your mind yes. of what yes. it is you want yeah. and the question is have you been able to articulate and help them understand that clear picture yeah. because i find mm. that's often if someone doesn't meet my expectations it's mm. usually because i find out we didn't share mm. the same expectation Ooh. what i wanted okay. they didn't mm. see yeah. and so how can they be successful oh. and and so you know there's a concept we talk about at eagles flight called equal onus it's my job as a leader to ensure that you're set up for success, but it's your job as someone who's taking on the accountability to right. ask for clarity, to so ensure good. that you understand. Right. Mm-hmm. So good. And once you, you know that, you get to that perfect place of we are seeing the same picture, it's much easier.
3: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, as a, some, yeah. someone younger in my management, journey of, like, learning to manage other people. I find often, like, what's a common denominator in these issues is me. It's not them. (laughs) I'm the one. Yeah. Oh, I haven't communicated this clearly to you. Yeah. I haven't raise the bar high enough for you to push for something. Mm -hmm. I haven't shown you enough of -hmm. the vision for you to come on board in a way that's going to have you engage at a bigger level. So you will put that extra hour in or you will Mm -hmm. meet the higher standard. And so then rather than taking it back on, saying like, okay, actually Mm -hmm. it's my fault that you don't get this. (laughs) It's like a, whoa. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, we've talked about some of the challenges mm-hmm. that um, we face. And, and, you know, we've been talking about this. But, Sue, talk more about some of the challenges as a, you know, woman in leadership mm-hmm. that you've had to face and how have you overcome that? Because I know we all individually have those, but yeah. what have you personally faced as a, as a challenge? So I think um, when
2: I think about my challenges, what I've truly realized is most of my challenges are actually my own issues. They're not challenges that other people put in front of me Mm. or expect of me, they are challenges that I have sort of created myself. So they Mm. are, it's fear, it's not thinking, it's thinking I'm not good enough, I'm not Mm. smart enough, Mm. people aren't going to want to listen to me, I don't have enough experience. All of those things have been my own fears that have been the things that have held me me back. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in my organization, I honestly, I feel so supported, I feel so So supported by Uh, my other the other executives I feel supported by the teams I feel set up for success by the organization Mm. because I feel like we are so connected but one of the things I have learned especially when I go out into these other organizations and sometimes I'm I'm working with executives who I think I have no right to be in the room (laughs) here with you is is what my little inner voice is saying Mm -hmm. and one of the little tricks that I've taught myself is Never walk into a room and assume because of your position, your title, how long you've been doing something, your experience, that someone's assuming you're an 8 out of 10. Hmm. Go into the room and try to read very quickly and understand whether they think you're a 2, a 4, a 6, an 8, or a 10. And my journey and my objective is still to get to a 10 but it's so important to understand where they're putting me. So if I walk into a group of women, they're probably giving me a bit more of the benefit of the doubt and I'm probably maybe starting at a six and now I have to ask myself, what can I do to earn their respect and gain credibility? To the 10. I, but if I assume mm, I'm a six, yeah. but they're actually putting me at a two, oh. then if I don't manage all of those objections before a six, I'm done. Right. So it's okay if I'm a two, I just need to get to a 10
0: wow that is okay. that's a big okay.
3: one okay and managing that okay I'm just I'm processing that hey it's Chris friend of See Here Love with Melinda sorry to interrupt this conversation but I just had to let you know that the only way that See Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations so go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button thanks for your support let's get back to the show
1: you are one incredibly strong woman. <laughs> uh, I've got goosebumps over here because I love strong women. I gravitate to strong women, Ugh, everything. But I have a question for yes. you. Is it easy for you to be a, a strong woman or difficult for you to be a strong woman in your world and why? Um, has it been easy or has it been difficult? I would say,
2: I hope this comes across right. I, I would say it's been easy, but here's why because what drives me is my genuine love for people. I'm not driven by, I'm not driven by, you know, what people say or necessarily Mm. think about me. I'm driven Mm. by the impact that I can have in people's lives. Mm. And because that's what drives me, I feel like it's easy because I'm just, every day I just get to live my passion. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm doing. I just want to go out and love people. That's it. And, Mm. And by doing that, I'm the girl with no career aspirations who's continually <laughs> been promoted because I've just been able to follow my, my passions. I would say if my, if my ultimate goal was to achieve a certain status and constantly be fighting for more and never feel satisfied, I think I would look back and say, wow, the journey's been hard the journey's yeah, been hard. So. So, so do you have a, is, a
3: story for us? So. I mean you're going into all these, I know you can't mention them by name yeah. specifically, but an illustration of how you've come in at a 2 and you've moved it to a 10 or, uh, or you've been able to sort of love people into their own betterment. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so you know, training and development, you've probably all been in those situations where you walk into a room and you're mm-hmm. looking at a room full of hostages. You know mm-hmm. most people yes. oh, I love it. Yes. Most it's people true. don't yeah. want no. to be there. Or even yeah. if they see you as a consultant. So sometimes yes. I'm not facilitating, I'm there as a consultant. And they are very skeptical of what are you what trying you to sell about? me? Yeah. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to know? I had a situation not too long ago that I walked into a CEO's office and I was there to talk about empowerment. And three people came running in the room five minutes before he was supposed to be there to give me a heads up. And the heads up they were trying to give me is, he is coming to grill you quickly and he does not want any introductions and he is just going to try mm-hmm. to get to the heart of what he thinks you know. And before they could get those words in the warning out, he rushes into the room wow. and just immediately starts, you know, pounding me with questions and why are you here? And what do you think you can do for us? And why are you better than anybody else? And in the moment inside I'm you know, panicking a Mm -hmm. a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's just stop and speak the truth of what you know. And if he, if he agrees with the truth, then you're okay. And if he doesn't, then you're not going to work together anyway. It's okay. So it's not about, it's just, it, it's just so Mm -hmm. much like my faith. Just come back to truth and you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Come back to truth and you'll Mm -hmm. be fine.
0: That is such a good, like life lesson, Sue, on if you go into every situation by loving people, Mm -hmm then you don't have to worry about you know yeah. trying to be who they want to be or trying to be somebody you're not. You just come as you are, you love them, and then you kind of leave the rest to them. Are they going to res- respond, receive right. you? You no. can't control it. You really no. can't, right? You can't control it. But that's, that's uh, such a countercultural mm-hmm. shift in thinking because mm-hmm. most people come in to say, I want to control, I want to have power. Mm-hmm. You know, as mm-hmm. they come into a situation, I want to tell them what I know, this is, yeah. this is the way, yeah. versus coming in, in that way is a totally different Yeah. Way to go!
2: When I work with leaders, and you ask leaders, "What does it mean to be a leader?" Tell me what you're accountable for. They'll tell me all their functional responsibilities. I do this. I do this. I do this. I do Mm -hmm. this. What I want leaders of the future to say is, "I release human potential." That's what I do Mm -hmm. as a leader. I release Mm -hmm. human potential. Mm -hmm. I'm here to make people better, and that's a very different mindset. Mm -hmm. Of and you think that's true across
3: any type of company? that they could be a person who expresses that?
2: No, I don't, well, I think they could be, I don't think they do. Right. Very mm-hmm. rarely do I ever hear those, those words, but I believe that if, to strengthen leaders, if we want to see more effectively, we achieve results through people, that's it, mm-hmm. that's all. We mm-hmm. can't, well, we try to do it on our own, right. and I've learned the hard way of trying to do it on my own, but we achieve results through people. So how do we make our people better?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And if that's my right. number one priority as a leader,
1: then the results will follow. Right. Yeah.
3: Hmm. So, sorry. yeah. So what do you know
1: about yourself now? Uh, the leader, um, the strong woman, what, what real big lesson have you learned about yourself?
2: I think I have, I have learned that I am much more capable than I ever thought hmm. I was. Uh, confidence has always been a, a big challenge for me. Mm-hmm. And, and fear has ruled, that's why I'm an acca- I became an accountant was because <laughs> fear, I allowed fear for a long time to rule my life. Wow. And uh, I think what I've learned is sometimes you can't, and that's mm-hmm. okay because that's when others can, but sometimes you can. And, uh, and that, oh, that just learning to be confident and, you know, I sometimes I say it all the time I'm like sometimes I just make things up and I say
1: them with confidence
0: <laughs> it's true <laughs> but <love> it. <laughs> it's true you, sometimes it. you yeah. just have to make it up oh there you are times it yeah say it with confidence when you're confident it's, it's any I've, I've learned this when I was young too it's like you know you can spot the not confident girl and the confident girl yes. and and a lot of times I was the confident Like I'd act confident and say stuff and it didn't make sense like yeah. sometimes people go you didn't even know what you were saying I'm like no but I said it with like, pizzazz, <laughs> yes. confidence, and people got it. And yeah. I've noticed that too. Like when I've talked to guys, even they've said, "The girl might not be the number ten in looks, but if she's got the ten in confidence, that's the girl we're going to." <laughs> no, I, and I, yeah. I and, it's, and I go really. They're like, "We can spot a confident girl mm-hmm. and a not confident girl a mile away. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. see it." Yeah. How they stand, how they are, yeah. how, you know, how they look at people. That who cares, right? Yeah, and confidence
2: also needs a track record to go with it. Because mm-hmm. if you make things up and you say them with confidence, and there's nothing behind it to support it, or no result at the end mm-hmm. of the You'll day, get, yeah, you know will fail. Get, yeah. So you have to you have to continue to learn to grow in that confidence mm-hmm. as well. I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: does that come too from your own faith? I mean, like you know, your own you know, faith in God, that, that that's the foundation for you as you see the world in that, in that way?
2: I, I think I th- my faith is a foundation. I think there's two things, and, and I've talked about both of them already, is number one, the God that I love and Jesus is about love. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to model my life after someone, then I just want to love people. That's, mm. that's what I'm called to yeah. do. But I also, I think what has been so instrumental in my faith journey is just learning how to recognize lies, and find the truth. And mm. the Bible is full of truth. So my faith has been about, you know, if God is love and God is truth, then build your life on love and truth. And don't let lies plant themselves into your heart mm. and take root and become your reality. Look for the truth. Yeah. And, uh, and that really is what my faith does for me on a daily basis. I love that. Wow. wow.
0: Yeah. that's good because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I think for women we live with the lies yes how culture you know identifies us yeah. what past relationships have said yeah. what parents have said teachers have said I mean mm-hmm. when I sit with my girlfriends and even here if we sat and said what are all the lies that people have said over your life mm-hmm. it would be like lists and lists. oh yes yeah. and and you you know I'm so proud of you know the girls here you know on the show too mm-hmm. because we've had to push through so many lies in our life mm-hmm. yeah. to then be here and, and be honest, authentic about who we are. Yeah. But I think that's a big one, Sue, that we need to be reminded that we can't believe those lies.
1: And you know yeah. what's yeah. a yeah. real interesting sort of like byproduct of that, just sidebar, is that I, mourn, I there was a mourning that happened for me. Mm. I mourned the loss of time that mm. I mm. wasted yeah. and mm. spent or yeah. In, yeah. in wrongful decisions and wrong spaces and whatever because I listened yeah. to these lies you mm-hmm. know um uh, could could say to you you are just too strong a personality you need to be a bit more feminine and soft mm. so you spend your time sort of saying mm. okay let me not Being be this and different. do that and yeah. let me change this and let me not do that because that looks too let me do these things mm-hmm. and so and whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh and 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 you you were you lose that sense of self mm-hmm. and you mourn that do
2: you have people in your life so we all have people in our lives that feed us the lies yeah. and, and and it comes from people and it comes from social media and it comes from mm-hmm. it yeah. comes from everywhere yeah. but do you have people or in your journey have you had people who are also there to help you spot the lies and clarify the truth
1: i have people that i think do um something like that's even a little bit more helpful for me mm-hmm. they are truth tellers mm. and so they they don't just spot the lies they're like you're not that hot okay thank you (laughs) I needed that (laughs) I needed that this was not that great and and you didn't handle that well and I think we all need someone to come and give that injection of truth well that's a
2: really interesting point that you just made because sometimes the lies actually do make us feel better about ourselves don't they sometimes they tear us down sometimes they build us up but Mm -hmm. what you just said is the truth is about really helping you be the best person you can be yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. 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 and That's then a
3: wise powerful. counsel will know when to say what yes yes because yeah. you know like a, a parent, and not you can't expect a two-year-old to act like a ten-year-old in right. their behavior and their ability. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, you know, a wise and loving person caring for us in our life will know when it's time to push into something. Yes. Mm-hmm. When it's time to just, you know, like let's choose one thing about what you just did that we can work on, not right. the twenty things, because right. you can't do yes. all at once. You it's overwhelming. It. Yeah. No. You go into a pit of <laughs>
0: hopelessness right. and despair. Yeah, yeah. I know. But where,
1: where would we be in life if we had those truths? Tellers, tellers right from the get-go that's that would say something like this is i don't know if this is for you hmm. i don't know yeah. if this mm. is your calling your mm-hmm. path you're you're, yeah. you're you're struggling in it hun mm-hmm. yeah you know and yeah. just yeah. give give that perspective mm-hmm. as opposed to like you're great yeah that's right
3: yeah, yeah. But we, and I, I, i've always had that my parents have, have always <laughs> told it like it is love they love me but yeah, that's like good.
0: that's healthy mm, but yeah. mm-hmm.
3: but like what you're wearing not good on you (laughs) (laughs) that boyfriend nice guy not nice for you you know this career direction you know what Uh, if we just tweak it a little this way i think you're actually and i I think as a young young person i'm talking under like before i moved out of their house (laughs) uh, you don't realize how deeply your own parents May know yeah. you. Yes. Um you yeah. think you're some sort of yeah. mystery yeah. to you them, didn't know and they're you like, started. they're like, we know you and so then, well. And then when you're a bit older, you're able to see, oh, they know and care. You know, if you have a, a mm-hmm. good parent, yeah. you know, they they not only know you very deeply, but they do actually have your best yep. interest. Yeah. Yes. And so when they speak that truth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is from a place of... And that doesn't mean they're always right. But yeah. but, but they're a voice you should really pay attention to yeah. if yeah. you have the kinds of parents that I do. Yeah. Where they're like, eh, yeah. eh, It's eh. the yeah. same as leadership.
2: Yeah. A parent's job is to release human potential of yeah. their kids. And if yeah. that's where they're coming from, mm-hmm. then even though it yeah. may hurt, it yeah. is about
0: making you yeah. better. Yeah. See, yeah. and that's key because, you know, as soon as we finish up the show, you know, there's a lot of young women watching. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are looking at their life and going, you know... God is leading me into places of leadership, mm-hmm. and they're scared, mm-hmm. and they have no idea if they're going to be supported, if their parents will like it, if their church will be supported. I mean, there's so many things that women mm-hmm. have to wrestle through as they go through leadership. What would be, I mean, we talked a lot about advice, but what mm-hmm. would be sort of like your send-off to them to say, you're at the cusp, you know, go, girl, what would you say?
2: Um, John McCauley, who you know, Mm -hmm. um, has a great definition of leadership and his definition that he uses at Muskoka Woods is leaders are people that look at the world and say it doesn't have to be this way and do something about it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so all it needs to be is if there's something in your life that you know you Mm -hmm. could do something and make a difference, Mm -hmm. then do it, then do it. And at the end of the day, you, you have to own your own consequences. And sometimes they're hard and sometimes they're great. Um, But I would just say, if you're willing to own the consequences, both good and bad, then follow your heart. See something that doesn't have to be this way and do something about
0: it. Yeah. Beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah. Way Aww. to end the show. I'm Aww. feeling like, yes, very empowered. Okay. Sue. Well, this has been great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Sue Wixen, thank you, you so much. Ugh. Honestly, we yeah. had a blast. And also you can but you can also tell we're like really intently listening, going, I'm yeah. learning, I'm learning. Yeah. Uh, to you viewers, if you want more information about Sue, um, have questions about leadership or any other thing, please go on our website, seeherelove.com, click on, you know, say hello to talk to us, but also check out our vlogs and blogs that are gonna be written all about about Sue and some maybe some tips that you have for us. Love and thanks again for being with us. We love doing this, learning together, yeah. and we hope you viewers are learning with us as well. So until next time, have a great day, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye.
2: Melinda's Hair by Paolo Marola. Melinda's Clothing sponsored by Denise Boutiques. Clothes for every woman. Shopdenise.ca Deeks
0: Insurance is a proud sponsor of the See, Here Love Studio.